It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. The news broke yesterday. The last leader of the Soviet Union, Mikhail Gorbachev, passed at 91 years old uh, after uh, some illnesses. And uh, while not getting some of the attention, one would think it would in the media, this was a man who, along with Ronald Reagan, and to add Margaret Thatcher to the mix, uh, Pope John Paul, when you look at the Solidarity Movement in Poland, all these were part of a fundamental change on the planet and a shift in how our planet is from the Cold War days to where it is now. Michael Reagan, son of President Reagan, of course, head of the Reagan Legacy Foundation, joins me now. Michael, good morning, my friend. Appreciate the early wake up. Good morning, David. Yes, I'm down here in Brawley, California, getting ready for the opening day of dub season. I know, and to take you away from that, I know how important this is to you, and I really do appreciate it. But look, you, you, a lot of people have made comments, but you, you and your wife, for that matter, you and Colleen, knew Mikhail Gorbachev. So I want to get your take on him, uh, not just what's written, said uh, in a historic fashion about Gorbachev and Reagan, the president. Actually, so did Cameron, so did. Actually, they have a picture with Mikhail Gorbachev in front of the Berlin Wall there at the library, uh, you know, in Simi Valley, California. And my, our relationship with Mikhail Gorbachev was always wonderful. The just the way he treated my family, uh, because I got to be with him a few times uh, without my father, which was nice. But with my father was fabulous when Mikhail Gorbachev or Issa, you know, came to Los Angeles and went to the house and went to the library. And got the tour there, and then of course up at the ranch uh, when they went up there. And what was interesting about that is, and well, you know, he wore his hat on backwards all day long, but nobody had the guts to tell Mikhail Gorbachev he had his cowboy hat on backwards because he was, you know, like a leader in the world and what have you. But one of the great moments of that day was the fact when my dad gra- goes and grabs the blue jeep and drives over and says, Mikhail Gorbachev, hop in, I'll take you on a tour of the ranch, and they both drive off. And the Secret Service is going, wait a minute, you can't do that. And they're running behind the Jeep to jump in the back of the Jeep to stop my dad from driving Mikhail Gorbachev around the ranch saying, you just can't do that. You guys, something happens. What do we tell everybody? And it's just one of those funny moments between them. But they built a relationship which ultimately did bring down the Berlin Wall with the help, of course, Pope John Paul II. If he wasn't there, it wouldn't have happened. Maggie Thatcher wasn't there. It wouldn't have happened. We had back then, you know, David, something we don't have now. We had a world of great leaders that came together for one purpose, and that was to free people around the globe that were behind that Berlin Wall. We don't have that leadership in the world today. We talk about Joe Biden in Washington, but we don't have the Maggie Thatcher. We don't have the the, Mikhail Gorbachev. We don't have the Pope John Pauls. We don't have the you know, we don't have that cadre of leaders around the world. And that's why the world's in turmoil today, because there is absolutely no leadership. Uh, I remember uh, having a conversation with Mikhail Gorbachev at one point, did two great meetings with him in Florida and in, in Northern California. And we started talking about Raisa's family and what have you. And we find out Raisa, his wife's family, or, I'm sorry, grandparents were killed by the Gestapo because they had religious symbols uh, out in their house 
Now, it's interesting is that Mikhail Gorbachev's parents also had religious symbols, but were smart enough to hide them behind pictures of Lenin and Stalin. So they were never killed by the Gestapo. So Mikhail Gorbachev was actually raised in a Christian home, but they had to hide the Christianity. And when Mikhail Gorbachev becomes the leader of, of Russia, the last great leader that they had, the, the reality is that his grandmother, and we found this out one night, now other people talk about because we broke the story in this great interview we did in Northern California, when we find out that his grandmother used to go to church every single day and would visit Mikhail Gorbachev at the Kremlin and walk in and say, Mikhail, I went to church today. I prayed for atheists. I prayed for you, Mikhail. And she would leave. And, and, and when you take it a step further, my father used to end every meeting with Mikhail Gorbachev if it's God's will. And I asked Mikhail, I said, what do you think of that? He says, well, I looked around and never saw God in the room. I said, no, but your grandmother prayed him into that room. That you might not have seen, but you two ultimately came together, and that Berlin Wall came down. And he looked and he says, I never thought of that. Yeah, there's another phrase that comes to mind, and I want to get more of who the man was, but your father used it. Devore no provore. Trust but verify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust but verify, uh, which we're not doing today. Uh, we're not trusting. We're trusting. We're not verifying. Uh, and that became almost a, kind of a, kind of like, God, is he going to say that again? So, I mean, Dad just rammed it into him. Um, you know, that first meeting they had uh, in Reykjavik, uh, where my father told him privately, listen, you're going to, you got to come onto the team and we got to get rid of stuff that, or I'm just going to bankrupt you. And uh, Mikhail Gorbachev started going bankrupt because he didn't listen in the beginning. But gosh, it was great how they came together. And you might remember Mikhail Gorbachev, name another Russian leader came to my father's you know, funeral, not only in Washington, D.C., it became in Washington, D.C., he sat behind Colleen and myself and Cameron. And, and actually, it was funny because uh, Cameron tapped me on the shoulder and said, look behind us, Mikhail Gorbachev. <laughs> and, and, and so Mikhail Gorbachev was at the funeral of my father, which was really wonderful. Uh, they, I, I tweeted yesterday, you know, rest in peace, my old friend. Uh, you and my father are once again together. And they are. I really believe Mikhail Gorbachev, you know, is together with my father. He had a, he ended up with a, he had a great heart, wrong country. But if he had not become a leader in that country, the Berlin Wall would still probably be up. Uh, the man, uh, along with the history, and, you, and you're giving us a great insight into him, uh, were there other things that gave indications, Michael, that, you know, he he wanted this uh, wall to come down, as you put it, you know, whether literally or metaphorically? What was it? Was there something else about Gorbachev? Now, it, Gorbachev I think, really wanted that wall to come down, but he couldn't do it on his own. He would have been killed. And, and he needed... He needed that. I, you know, I remember Maggie Thatcher. I was talking to her right after my dad's funeral, and she says, "Michael, think what we could have accomplished had your dad been, a, you know, uh, voted in as president in 1976." I said, "Maggie, nothing would have happened." So what do you mean? I said, "Where were you in '76? Where was Mikhail Gorbachev? Where was Vakal Havel? Where was Pope John Paul? 
Where was Lech Valenza? Where were any of these? Where were any of you? None of you were in place. In 1980, when Dad's elected, where were you? You were all in place, except for Mikhail Gorbachev, who didn't come into play until 1985, which means my dad would have served two terms. He would have been gone. I said, I really think God chooses his moments, chooses his time. And in 1980s, that was the moment. That was the time. You had the world leader in the United States, and you had, you had a, a, a leader in Russia. As my dad said, he finally had somebody he could talk to. And he could. And he had somebody he could talk to, and that was so important. And Mikhail Gorbachev knew where it was going. He knew where the, the end, end game. But he had to figure out himself how to get there. And he needed that. He needed the Reagan. He needed the John Paul. He needed that to push him in that direction. And and what happened? He becomes a, a bad mark in, in the Soviet Union, Russia, because of what he did and lived the rest of his life not being loved and respected in Russia for what he was able to, in fact, attain. So he knew how he was going to be treated, but yet he still moved forward and was pushed there, of course, by Ronald Reagan and the leaders of the free world. But if he didn't want to be pushed there, he never would have been pushed there. And the way he treated my family, the times that we would be together with, uh, with his interpreter, Pavel, who was just wonderful to talk to, uh, you know, it, to sit there myself and talk to you today, and it, I lived history. It met history. And two phenomenal people on two sides of a wall figured a way to bring a wall down and free people. And those two people were Mikhail Gorbachev and Ronald Reagan. You know, Michael, thinking more about the man as well as the history, but more about the man, when people reflect on Mikhail Gorbachev, and you've given us a lot here, uh, should they look more to the man or the politician, or is it both? It, it, it's both. It's both. Great, he had a great sense of humor. I mean, you have actually a Russian that could laugh, which was, which was part of it. I mean, if you don't have a sense of humor and you're in, in power, you're in trouble. Right now, nobody has a sense of humor. Uh, and he had great, just a wonderful sense of humor. Uh, laughed, at, laughed at my dad's jokes and, and, and so on and so forth. And, and, and dad would laugh at his when they would get together. Um, it was, uh, it was, it, it, he, he, he was, a, he was a man. He was the right man at the moment, uh, in time. And we don't, we don't have today, which is, which is really sad. But again, he allowed it. He had to be pushed. He knew that, you know, and he allowed himself to be pushed and Ronald Reagan, and he, my father and he, uh, became friends. Um, even though they were enemies on one side of the wall, they were still friends on the other side of the wall. And it meant so much to our family when he came to the funeral of my father. And when he came and visited my father's uh, tomb there at the uh, or coffin when it laid in state at, at the Capitol. No other Russians ever done that for anybody else, but he did it for my father. Well, maybe your father can get him to turn his hat around at Rancho del Cielo. I think they're walking around on the property right right now. They, they, uh, probably, they, but... probably, they probably are. <laughs> All right, my friend. Good hunting. 
Thanks for the for joining me this morning. Thanks for jumping on. You got it. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. Mikhail Gorbachev again, uh, 91 years old. Pivotal. Pivotal to our society today. You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.